Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Hello and welcome to the Become Your Best podcast. My name is Lauren Sweeney and I am your host. We're excited that you're either watching us live on our Facebook page or you're listening along, perhaps while you're driving to work or taking a walk outside. Today, our very special guest comes all the way from Australia. We're excited to have her on today. Her name is Allison Rose Clark. She is a single mom and she lives in New South Wales, Australia. Like many of us, she has grown up experiencing trauma of which the effects have followed her throughout her life. It took a long time for Allison to piece together things such as learning how much drama and trauma has created little waves and nuggets in her life. However, today she is on a mission to see all women equipped with tools like she has now that will help them and assist them in rejecting abuse. And she has written a book. It is called, I Don't Hate Me Anymore. Allison, we are excited to talk today, talk about self-love, self-care, and all of the things so that we can live our best lives. Allison Clark, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thank you. <laughs> We're excited that you're here. Well, talk to me about how you started this incredible work and some of the golden nuggets that you've learned along the way. Okay. Um, um, so when I was um, eight, so, um, seven, sorry, I was seven years old and um, we'd moved to a new area and that's when I started getting bullied. Um, and then I had um, my cousin sexually assaulted, assaulted me and so I went through school being bullied and then I had uh, four domestic violence um, relationships uh, and I married three of them and so I got to a point where I really didn't um, like myself very much and then I realized one day just sitting um, out the back in the entertainment area that um, the reason I um, allowed people to mistreat me was because I actually hated myself. I hated myself so much that I allowed um, people to treat me like crap mm -hmm. <laughs> and to, um, yeah, just to basically abuse me. And then I thought, well, you know, um, I need to learn to love myself. So I really didn't know what that looked like um and um one of this gentleman um he jo uh, oh gosh andrew jobling <laughs> i can't get the words out it is 4 a.m here so i'm You're trying amazing. You're amazing. <laughs> um so yeah so anyway i he contacted me um and 
asked if I wanted to still write my um, book. I said yes. So then I started on the journey of writing my autobiography. Wow. But as I went through it, as I started writing the first chapter, it was like, oh, by the end of the first chapter, it's like people could do something um, after this chapter. So because the aim of the book was at the end, they come away from it loving themselves. Um, so I'm thinking, oh, I can just, you know, there's something they could do. So I have a for the reader section at the end of each chapter. And so it's that's how I got to be doing what I'm doing <laughs> is just from self uh, self realization realizing if I loved myself that I wouldn't put up with people treating me mm. um, badly in the first place and yeah, I thought you would draw a line in the sand it sounds yeah, like yeah yeah and I have had <laughs> um, an opportunity to actually put that to practice not that I wanted to but I had to um, and that was a uh, an ex-boyfriend he he um he and I ended up moving in together but there was red flags all the way through the beginning um and I saw them but I allowed my my children who got really quite upset with me to um think oh maybe I'm wrong maybe I'm wrong but when we moved in together that's when things changed and so oh is that me Sorry. Um, <laughs> so what uh, would you say if somebody is listening and they maybe realize, oops, I didn't trust my intuition either, and now I'm in a situation, where's the best place that they should start in loving themselves, setting boundaries around what they will allow in their lives or not? Okay. Well, for me, I um, created a, a treatment plan. So my treatment plan outlines how I want to be treated. So it's not something you do in case you're in a in it. It's what you are looking for in a relationship. So your green flags, basically. And so I had that when I was in this relationship. I'd have that um, on my wall. So I was always reminded of what um, a good relationship looked like to me and he he got abusive um the first time i said we, we talked and um you know explained why i was so upset about it um and then the next time he got physical so um i just went oh shit, he could hit me this is in my head and so i did some sort of you know acrobatic flip over the bed because <laughs> we, we were fighting or he was trying to hold anyway and um ran down to my mum's house who's just lived down the road and i ran down there so fast i can't even remember like how i got out of the house even though i know you know i ran out of the house <laughs> yeah but i was so yeah i was so, just so scared so this treatment plan really really helped me 
Well, I love the idea that you, we talk with our clients a lot about creating a mantra, creating what they want, no matter in a relationship, how they want their view of the world to look like and creating things in our environment. We call it a positive trigger, <laughs> something yes. in our environment where it can remind us. So having that list on the wall of how you want to be treated in a relationship to remind you. I love to tell our clients, we talk a lot about confidence, micro and macro confidence and writing down all of those things that make us amazing. Yeah. Putting them somewhere, I'll even keep it in a post-it. I have it right here in my desk. Putting it on a post-it <laughs> and then reminding myself, okay, this is what makes me great if something kind of you know happens off kilter during the day. So what other steps do you have if somebody is listening and, and perhaps they're going through some type of trauma, abuse, things like that? So the first you have the treatment plan, how I want to be treated. What's another step that you give your clients? Um to stand up for yourself like so having so having the confidence to um, say in the first instance no I don't like being treated that way in a relationship that's already happening it can be quite tricky <laughs> to start saying no to certain treatments that they're which they shouldn't be you know treating you like that anyway um so so saying no mm -hmm. yeah saying no in the beginning but if you're in a relationship already depending on the severity of your situation would be depending on whether or not you go full belt at this thing or you just you know you know your your situation best so my recommendation would be to seek help from other services first so that you can um, get to a position where this is safe for you to do. Um, so I'll, I'll be just talking about, I guess, general relationships that are abusive, so not life-threatening, I guess, in that sense. So seeking counsel. So first, yes, so counseling and stuff. Uh -huh. A clear set of guidelines. Okay, this is yes, what I, yes. I want to be interested And then yes. talking about it with the person you're yep. with and then seeking some type of support. Absolutely. How yep. was it for you when you wrote your book? What if somebody is listening today and they're thinking, gosh, I have a story to tell as well. I wonder if I could write a book. Did you have doubts before you started writing it? Yeah, <laughs> everybody thinks that they, you know, I was writing my book that and I was like everyone else when I was thinking, oh, well, I, what do I know? People um, think, you know, you've got to be an expert um, with a piece of paper. Um, no one's going to listen to me. But then um, I say, well, yes, I do have something people want to listen to. I have survived um for domestic violent relationships, I've survived school bullying, I've survived being assaulted by my cousin um, and all the traumas and stuff and the triggers and the mental health issues that have come my way since then. So, um, sorry, my brain's complaining. That's okay. It's early in Australia. It's early. <laughs> so you okay. thought, you know what, I have a story to tell. And oh, I'm that's right. You're talking it. about the book. The book. <laughs> yes. When you finished the book, how was that for you when you finished? Like, what, what did it feel like when you were done? 
first of all, I felt relieved because I writing about my story was like treatment to myself, like it was a healing process. So I had to be 100% honest with myself or none of this that I do now is going to work. Nothing's going to work if you're not 100% honest with yourself. So being 100% honest with myself meant that when I was going through the book, I was going through um, the memories. So the memories trigger the feelings that come with it the mem um, and the trauma that come behind that. And so some of it I wasn't ready for, <laughs> yeah. um, didn't expect, and others that I knew were there but just, yeah, so by the end of the book I felt relieved that it was over but I also felt excited um, that there'd be, if, at least if I can help one person, um to love themselves and reject abuse because that's the um, that's the aim of my book then then it's worth it like because absolutely yeah the way that you love yourself is like pivotal to everything else in your life so it affects um your mental health it does affect the way so therefore it affects the way you think and how you behave and your values and your morals and um, decisions, everything. So that's that's what's really important to me to give. And so if that happens, then, then it's all worth it and I've saved one person's life because that's how I see it because if you're in a – because it might – one of mine nearly cost me my life. So, yeah, yeah so can cost – I've saved someone's life. So that's how I see it. Absolutely. That if you could help one person, it would have been worth it. And it sounds like you helped yourself in the process, yes. which is beautiful. Yeah. You really were able to work through things that you didn't know you would need to work through. And in working through them, uh, came out the other side. And now yep. you're a published author on your very first <laughs> podcast talking to me. <laughs> I mean, that's yep. pretty awesome, right? Yeah, it is. It's exciting. Oh, um, the it's so the way great. things are going with every uh, the book and stuff. It's so it's really exciting. I um, love it. Yeah. Well, I know that people, if they want to find your book and they also want to find out more about you, is the best place for them to go your website. Yes, it is. Um, that's yeah. To find out about my book, it is the best place to go to um, um, for international people um listeners and readers it's probably better to go through amazon <laughs> to okay. get my book but yeah to know so you can go me. to allisonroseclark.com if you're listening it's allison with two l's a-l-l-i-s-o-n rose r-o-s-e clark c-l-a-r-k.com and you can find her book and tell them the title of the book again okay um for those who can see me, <laughs> um, this is what the book looks like. Um, no, okay, no. it's called uh, I Don't Hate Me Anymore. Um, I Don't Hate Me Anymore by Alison Rose Clark. Yeah. So you can find it. Of course, you can find links to it and on it, her website. Absolutely. And then you can go to Amazon as well. Yes, that's right. Um, 
Amazing. I know that also one of your favorite social media platforms is LinkedIn. So that's fantastic. Find her on LinkedIn. That's ours as well. We were talking before the podcast. That's our favorite platform as well. Allison Rose Clark on LinkedIn. And we love to ask a final question, Allison, at the end. So our company is called Rise Up For You. Mm -hmm. What does that mean to you? Rise Up For You. It means to um, stand up for yourself, to believe in yourself, to have the courage to do the things that you know you need to do to, to, to voice to voice um, your views, your opinions, your values, to to reject abuse, to um, yes, yeah, so that um, so you're rising yourself. up for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so you're rising up for yourself and you're giving yourself um, the power of your life that you you have but you've relinquished to other people or other things. Mm-hmm. Um, and in my instance, it was relinquished to other people and allowing them to treat me in a way that I felt that, I guess, on, on a subconscious level that I deserved because that's mm-hmm. basically, you know, I hate myself for not doing drugs and stuff, so I'll let someone else do the damage for me. That's uh, that's how now, I viewed myself, yeah. Now you've come out on the other side, so you've written your book. Oh, we're getting lots of love hearts from our audience, live audience. <laughs> Thanks, and guys. <laughs> you're here on your very first podcast, yeah. Making a Difference and an Impact as a published author, which is really incredible. Absolutely. We believe, too, that as we grow and develop ourselves as individuals, we can make an impact. And now yeah. that you've come out on the other side of all of that trauma, yeah. you're able to make an impact with others. Yeah. So, it, you know, um, everyone who's got a story inside them, I always like to encourage them to write it, just write it um, because you've got something, somebody out there, people out there need to, to, to hear. To There's something they can learn from you. There Absolutely. always is. Yeah. Uh. Well, I hope that somebody listening decides from this podcast, I am going to write my story. And then they reach out to you and let them let you know, Allison, I heard you on that podcast. And look, I wrote my story because you gave me that courage and that permission. Well, it's been great <laughs> having you on the show today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Oh, Sorry, I was going to say, I have really enjoyed the interview. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, amazing. An amazing journey and amazing story. And on this incredible Friday in June of 2021, I hope that it has encouraged you to rise up for you and create some new inroads and new mantras and new things that you will stand for in your life. Well, I'm Lauren Sweeney. It's been my pleasure to be your host today on our podcast. Are you an entrepreneur, a business owner, or someone who has a dream, a goal of creating something on their own? Please join us for our Rise Impact conference. It's free. It's next Friday, June 11th, 2021. It's virtual and we have some fire coming at you. We have some very powerful seven-figure earners coming on to tell you how they did it absolutely for free. So grab your ticket today at riseupforyou.biz impact 
and we cannot wait to see you there. It's been my pleasure to be your host today, and I'll see you next time on the podcast. <laughs>